Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Guys, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Guys. Happy Tuesday, February 15th. February 15th. <laughs> Broadcasting live from Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada, on the Podbean app. Listen live every morning, Monday through Friday. Wayne, you scared me. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a feeling that somebody needed it today. I'm extra tired. I don't know why I got to bed early and I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. Some mornings, some mornings are outside of your control where you just wake up and you feel like crap. Yeah. And they happen. And there's a lot of pressure on us uh, to be to perform <laughs> every morning. This is true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to we need to show people that you can't you can't give in to the you know when you got a bad morning you got to fight through it. Some mornings I think it's okay to stay in bed. That's my personal opinion. I think that some mornings it's okay, but not every morning. <laughs> we certainly do not have that luxury anymore. We don't have that luxury anymore. <laughs> so guys. I want you guys to have a good morning. Good morning. And thanks for tuning in live. Good morning. Good morning. I got that somewhere. Do you? No, you don't. Yeah. My um, daughter hates when I, I walk upstairs after the podcast and she'll be like on the couch and I start singing <clears throat> good morning. She's like, stop it. <laughs> She's me in the morning. <laughs> she could use the show if she were listening. She's near us now. She actually, she tunes in live herself. She, uh, she sits behind us. In a little bed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She loves to, she loves to, yeah, she doesn't like being alone upstairs while we do it. So she's with us now, but she doesn't, uh, she doesn't care for the show. She <laughs> gave it, uh, she gave it one star. Um, <laughs> one star. Sorry. I was reading comments. I just caught that. Yeah. Feel free to join <laughs> into the show gap. <laughs> uh, and, and what comments did you find this morning? Um, lots of good mornings. Uh, wow. I'm asking if everyone had a good Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. Um, Kathleen had a really good pump up song on before turning on Podbean. Well, that's good. Yeah. I could have used one of those. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would have upset our daughter, but maybe I need that. Um, yeah. Josh have a comment there as well. I see. Um, Josh says, if only the top fan race wasn't such a big thing now. I have been chasing Robbie and Ryan for months, and somehow I am ahead of them with a little brain explosion emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so what Josh is talking about, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time or, or just don't know what that top fan race is all about, um, if you tune in live on the Podbean app every morning, Monday through Friday, there is, um, you, there's an opportunity to call in. Call in, ask your questions. We will answer them. Anything you want to know about real estate investing. Um, as well, if you click the hearts, if you share the show, if you call in, uh, it increases your engagement. And they, and they calculate they, they, um, they calculate that engagement by hearts. So um, whoever has the most hearts at the end of the month is the top fan of the month. 
and we offer a really cool price. Like what, Wayne? Uh, well, what we've been offering is actually one month of mentorship with me, um, which is Big a huge deal. $675 value. Big so, deal. um, you get to spend a whole weekend mentored by me. Um, a whole month, you mean? Did I say weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wake up, Wayne. I'm just better at hiding it than you can <laughs> a whole <laughs> month. Uh, unlimited access to me. Yeah. Unlimited text and email access. Two live video calls. Two live video calls as well. Yeah. For this accountability be, and guidance. This could be what uh, what kickstarts you and actually gets you taking action. There's a lot of people who just don't know where to start or are stuck at some point in their journey and a month with Wayne can be the turning point. <laughs> or realization that real estate investing isn't for you. Yeah. One or the other. That's sad. <laughs> or. Decisiveness is, is all I don't all think it's sad. I think it's. I think it's a tough word to come up with this morning. Wow. Well, <laughs> with my exhaustion. Uh, no, I think that that's, that's good. Why, why waste time fooling yourself? Yeah, for sure. You know, just cause everybody else is doing it doesn't mean you need to do it. True. My microphone's been backwards this whole time. Hopefully. Really? Yeah. How'd that happen? I don't know. Someone moved my mic. I didn't realize oh, it was yeah, turned. Someone did. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I know that there are a lot of people that aren't cut out for this. And they've been fooling themselves for years. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it's. I think that's sad. Yeah, for sure. I think that's sad that um, it's not for someone, but they're forcing it. Yeah, and w and wasting time that could be spent elsewhere. Doing things that you love. Yeah. Why put yourself through the pain of tenants and toilets and trying to raise capital and doing things that you don't like doing and stepping outside of your comfort zone? I mean, the whole the whole point Gabby is to build a life where you can live in your comfort zone. I mean, still, I mean, it's important to be stepping outside of your comfort zone growing at the same time, but not doing things that you hate doing every yeah. day. I think I, I would much rather see someone just be happy and fulfilled every day. But if you cannot be happy and fulfilled without the resources that real estate investing provides, then you have to step outside your comfort zone. You have to build yeah. that model, that business, that life mm -hmm. and then you can enjoy I, the fulfillment. And the goal is, I, I think for everybody is always to get it to a point where it's passive because real estate investing, no matter how you do it, um, isn't really passive. So you build a business that can either run itself or you build up enough money where you can money lend it passively, like that type of thing. So passive. Yeah. Real estate investing is not passive. You need to build a business that's passive. Yeah, for sure. I got a pretty cool uh, idea for today. What's that? Um, well, I got Waking an email. Up, I got half a, half a cup of coffee in me. Okay. I'm good. I got an email from a listener. Um, listener doesn't listen live. Life's hard sometimes. There's, there's kids and yeah. jobs and stuff like that. Not everybody can join in life. Yeah. Well, they're um, in a, a different time zone, so it's like it's like school time. It's like get the kids to school time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, but they had a really good question about tenants paying biweekly, and it made me think for a second. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. provoking. Very. <laughs> and I want to work through it with you guys today. I want to work through it with you guys live. Um, if we're being completely honest, there's a few things to consider and I can't seem to quite wrap my head around it. So I'm hoping that you guys can help me out with that. That's what we're going to do today. Um, as well, you know, we got a couple other updates. Obviously, yesterday we talked about the fact that we picked up a couple flips last week. Late last week. That was on Friday. Cheers. Cheers. Fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was exciting. We've been we've been antsy for a while. Yeah. And then just bam, they just showed up. Yeah. It was actually really fun. <clears throat> yesterday we um we <clears throat> took the afternoon, we sat down on the couch with the laptop and went through the pictures and started making lists of um of what we were going to do and list of supplies and like all that kind of stuff. What so we need to measure. what we need to go in and measure. And yeah, so it's, uh, it was fun to kind of get a head start on it before we are even taking possession. And like, I definitely want to pre-order stuff and, and yeah, like really, I feel, I feel like this flip is going to be really refined hmm. after going through the last two and, and what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um, and it's a fast possession. Very fast possession. Um, it's, uh, next Thursday, next Thursday. Yeah. It's so. two weeks from, from accepting our offer. Was it two weeks from accepting or was it a day less than two weeks? Yeah, it was, Whatever. um, yeah, it's a fast possession. That was one of the big things that, um, that they liked about the offer was that it was fast and no conditions. And we talked about that yesterday on, uh, <clears throat> on our episode with Calvin Hexter there. Yeah. And how we went about getting that offer accepted. Um, how we After it offer. was rejected. Yeah, after it was rejected. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get everyone, right? I no. think, it, But it's a numbers game, though. If you continue to keep yeah. writing offers like that, you know, from time to time, it may not get accepted every you know, the first time, but... Um, yeah. If, if, if their primary offer doesn't work out, then then you're going to be the, 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 the attractive one. Yeah. The attractive backup offer. Do I see a message here? Um, Johnny five just left a comment. Oh, Annette also. Yeah. I, um, Annette, I saw, okay. So Annette just read him. My hubs just joined. He spent Valentine's day working on our townhouse for Annette. Oh, and yeah. What a so, sweetheart. Yeah. And I, I saw Bradley pop in too. I was like, Hey, <laughs> Yeah, so that's how we spent uh, Valentine's Day yesterday, which is what I thought was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, well, it's, and it's what I like. Like, <laughs> I'd I'd rather do that than like watch to, a movie. No, that would have been nice too. Oh. I don't know. Afternoon movie would seem weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, I like I like the flips, as you all know. So it was fun for me to go through the the pictures again. I actually had forgotten. Because our offer was rejected, like that townhouse was, or not townhouse, that house was dead to me. I was just like, Kate, next, gone. And so when you told me that we got it, I was like, what house is that again? Like, I couldn't even remember. I couldn't remember the layout. I couldn't remember what it looked like. So to go back into the listing and go through the pictures and stuff, like, re-excited me. It was, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Upcoming events? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we have the uh, real estate investing cabin retreat coming up on February 25th to 27th. 
So that is literally not this weekend, but next weekend. So a week and a half away. Um, it is a three-day cabin retreat out in Alberta Beach, Alberta. Cabin on the lake with us um, and a very small group of other uh, very serious investors who want to, you know, take mm-hmm. take the next step forward, create their their path um, to whatever they define success as, whatever, wherever they want to go. Um, real estate business. Yeah, build a real estate business. So we have uh, the whole weekend with Wayne and I. Um, morning till midnight. I said dust till dawn yesterday yeah. and I has shat on. So morning till midnight. <laughs> we have some incredible speakers. We have Barry and Donna McGuire doing a presentation on creative real estate investing strategies. We have Cheryl Wilkes, a fantastic mortgage broker here in Edmonton, doing a presentation on how to get the most mortgages, how to get private lending, how to get flip mortgages, all that kind of stuff. Um, she's very smart. She knows about all the different tactics and all the different products, and she's going to school school everyone there. Yeah. And then we have um, back again, high in demand, the uh, Calvin Hexter, Calvin Hexter, or Calvin Realty Team. And I always want to say Calvin Hexter team, <laughs> Calvin Realty team, um, to be determined on on what exactly he's going to do a presentation on. But man, that guy can bring the energy to those presentations. It's a lot of fun and very yeah. smart guy. Yeah, if you're coming, we'll be reaching out to you this week um, and we'll find out what it is. Just let us know roughly where you're planning, what direction you're planning on going. <clears throat> and we'll cater the, the, the financing presentation and the um in calvin's presentation around what it is that yeah. you're interested in yeah. so that way you get the most value but i mean those are just a, a few presentations from a very long weekend so you know you let us know what it is that that you're interested in um there's 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 a process for the weekend that we're gonna we're gonna really dive deep into that and see if mm-hmm. that's the right strategy for you um but yeah we're gonna we're gonna spend the whole weekend working with you individually developing the perfect real estate investing business for you and a sequence of milestones throughout that time, uh, you know, in, in which you, you plan to be done or you, you plan to reach your goal. Uh, we're going to tell you exactly what to do, when to do, how to do it, who to call. Um, so you have a clear roadmap on exactly how to get there mm-hmm. get to the point where you have enough passive income to do the things you want to do every day. Mm-hmm. And if you want to continue to keep in, building that business, if you're weird like me, that's totally an option too. We'll just <laughs> keep helping me make it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But for most people, I think it's about finding out what it is that you truly do want and what you want to do every day and what makes you fulfilled and get you to a life like that as quickly as possible. And then when you get to that life and you can wake up and you can be happy every day and you can check all those boxes, you can be around the people that you love doing, eating the things you want to do, driving the things you want to drive then determine what you want to do from there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Definitely. That's another scary thing, eh? Yeah. Retirement? Yeah. What yeah, what do you want to do? What is going to fulfill you? You finally get to that point. You got everything. And then what? That that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Working so hard to get to a point where you have no purpose. And some people know exactly, like some people are so sure about what it is that they want and what they'll be doing. And other people Bullshit. have, <laughs> other people have no clue. <laughs> like I know for me, like it took a couple of years of like deep diving within myself to like figure it out 
figure out what it is that I would want to be doing or like what I would want to my life and those types of things. So it doesn't just come easy for some people. Wayne, I think you, you call bullshit, but I think the difference is, is that some people have like diehard hobbies. Some people have things that they just like love doing and need to make time for. And it's like part of their life and they couldn't imagine not doing it. Yeah. And other people Scuba don't. divers and well, bicyclists. Uh, like hunters and Hunter, fishers and like fishermen and women. Yes. Like, like those types of hobbies, like people who like to like snowmobile and stuff like those hobbies don't go away. Those are things that like you want. Those to do. are hobbies. Those aren't things that you have to do every day. No, you don't have to, but would you want to wake up and do those things? Yeah. But if you woke up doing those things every, every day, single day, it would be boring. You would lose, you would have no purpose. Yeah. It would lose. Other excitement. than I'd, I'd, you know, another stream or another mountain or another yeah so then you might say oh well i'll just go i'll go on three fishing trips a year to various really cool places that i've never been but then what are you going to do for the other 330 days days. (laughs) Yeah. yeah so it's about getting being real and honest and deep diving exactly you yeah. Don't know how many kids you're gonna have, and 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 you're you're planning these, you're making these 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 plans when your kids one or two or five. What's it gonna be like? Like like your kids aren't going anywhere anytime soon. I'm sorry, you're not traveling the world and scuba diving every day in a new little underwater cave. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you've got three kids and they got school. Yeah, you got to pack their lunches. So you got to think realistic. That's what this weekend's all about. It's about like really being real about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I hear you. I think that's fantastic. But that's 20 years from now. So let's let's create a, a plan. Why are you going so hard for this this dream life of where you can scuba dive in underwater caves every day? But realistically, you can't start doing that for another 15 years. So why are you going so hard every single day to get to it in three years when it's completely, it, 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 it doesn't, you don't need it for 15 years. Let's be real. Why not do a little bit less, pick away a little bit at it every year, maybe one property or one property every two years so you can get it when you get to that 15 year mark, because otherwise you're just you're building a business that doesn't have any meaning, no purpose. And what you're doing is you're spending less time with your kids right now that are three and five and one mm-hmm. yeah, for some dream that you can't even touch for 15 years. This is just an example, just an example yeah. of just be, uh, like having some perspective and yeah. having somebody else looking at it and realizing that, oh, shoot, you're right. Maybe I shouldn't be going so hard. Maybe I shouldn't be building up this social media brand as much and going on all these podcasts because it has no meaning. Right? Just an example. Um, you can tell I get very passionate about this this kind of stuff. Because I want people to be happy. I want them to be fulfilled. I want them to spend time with their kids. Yeah. Um, Anyways, February 25th to 27th, <laughs> Alberta Beach. Johnny Five uh, says here, hey, guys, what type of insurance would you get for a burr property? I went down several newbie rabbit holes yesterday that I didn't know how to navigate. There were many hot words flying around, such as vacant, renovation, owner-occupied. I want this to be legit, but insurance makes that hard. Any thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, during renovations, you need flip insurance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Kim. 
I think it uh, it it depends. <laughs> I think it depends on the scale of your renovation. It depends on who your mortgage broker is, who the insurance company is. They all have different products. They all have different interpretations. They all have, um, you know, they, they yeah, they may interpret what you're doing differently. So in a lot of cases, if it is a, if it's a, um, uh, like normally burrs aren't that long of renovations. You should be, I mean, like if you're adding a basement suite, it, it could be a little bit longer, but generally even a flip or a burr, you're in and out typically within, you know, max a few months. Yeah. And that generally is how long a property is allowed to sit vacant with most insurance companies. Mm -hmm. So if your end game is that you're going to be renting that property, which in a burr you are, that is one of the R's in burr is rent, um, then they will just consider it a rental property that is going to be vacant for a few months. Right. And because they like any rental insurance policy allows a, a, a vacancy for a certain amount of time before yeah. it needs to be, you know, like uh, whatever reoccupied. Um, as long as you're fulfilling your other obligations. As, as of, long as you're, yeah. Fulfilling. Which is checking in on the property every. Yeah. Well, you're going to have people there every single day doing the renovations. So every. That, oh, it depends on the policy, Wayne. Okay. 48 hours, 24 hours. Whatever. I don't, I don't think, I don't think um, insurance companies uh, do that anymore that frequently for needing to be checked on. Well, um, how would you know? How would you learn this information? Though, you to need to look, you need to read your policy and ask your broker. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Every policy is going to be different. Um, but I recommend reaching out to an insurance provider, not TD Canada. Well, I don't know. Maybe T is good. I don't know. But like everybody's like, oh, it's going to go with the one at my bank because it's easy. Um, no, reach out to other real estate investors and ask them who they're using for yeah. flip insurance and for real rental property insurance and go speak to one of those brokers and and tell them what you're planning on doing. Yeah. And don't get, don't, don't shop like this insurance isn't something that you shop for the cheapest policy on. Like, please, please don't <laughs> because all policies are not created equal. You're getting very different policies for, for the different prices. Um, and believe me, you want a good rental policy. They cover crazy cool things and you want that so do not go shopping for the cheapest policy but what i what i was saying is that a lot of the times you can just get a rental policy and they will allow a, f a few months of renovations they'll probably check in on you coming up on like the third month to be like hey what's going on you still renovating is it done where are you at so that they can make sure that you're covered for mm -hmm. whatever happens so um, that's typically what we've done. That's what our broker has our allowed broker us to and do. Policy is allowed. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it, it can be tough and frustrating and confusing to navigate. Um, but talk to a good broker is my best advice because um, if you're shopping from like company to company, bank to bank, like insurer to insurer, yeah. you're going to get overwhelmed. So f find. Um, Reach out to, like Wayne said, um, sophisticated investors. Ask them who their broker is and and go that way. Annette has a question here. Uh, follow up to that. Uh, so Annette says right? that we just went through this. It was super annoying trying to communicate what we were doing with the insurance company. In the end, we ended up having to put just regular insurance because Brad is back and forth and sometimes stays there while he works. 
they said if it was just contractors there, we couldn't have put unoccupied insurance because contractors will have their own insurance. Mm. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that contractors cover have insurance to cover their tools and stuff, whatever's left in the property. So, um, you know, if you think of it as a rental property, your tenants get um, tenant insurance for their contents. contents. Same thing with the contractors. So that if the place burnt down, you have your insurance on the building they have their insurance on what's inside. Yeah. So. Um, Annette says in the end, the price wasn't that expensive either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, and and that, that, that question, just a reminder for everyone who's, who's maybe tuning in, um, just tuned in, or perhaps they didn't quite hear it, was for a burr. Okay. That's, yeah. that's where you're buying it and renovating it to rent. Um, if this is a flip, then you need the right flip insurance and you need to, to be open and transparent with your, with your insurance broker and let them know exactly what it is that you're doing. Um, cause the last thing you want, it's, yeah, yeah. You could probably be like, Oh, let's just tell them it's a rental. Let's just save 50 bucks a month or whatever. At the end of the day, if something was to happen, they're going to use that against you on your policy or sorry, on your payout, on your claim. So just make sure you're doing it right. Don't don't cheap out. Throughout the whole thing you were saying, Gabby, I was trying to I was thinking like, okay, but let's not give anybody an excuse to lie to save a few bucks. Oh no, I was talking specifically about Burr. Yeah, because that is going to be a rental property. So that's why the mm-hmm. the the interpretation of just allowing it to to be vacant for those few months because it is a rental. If your intent is not to rent, then no, it's not <laughs> intent rent. Yeah, it rhymed. Okay. Uh, Ryan also had a, a comment on it. So he said it can be a challenge. Good insurance broker can help. Yes. Commercial insurance for vacant renovations will likely be the direction they need to go and specific criteria required for that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one one major uh, sweeped conversion renovation that we had was on a really old house. Um, sorry, not really old, but on an older house that had... Um, a lot of different things going on with it and finding flip insurance for it. Cause we were, mm-hmm. we were adding a suite and flipping it. Finding flip insurance was a nightmare and it ended up being very expensive. And this was uh, many years ago. So I don't remember exactly, um, you know, what had happened, but I remember jumping through so many hoops trying to get that place <laughs> insured and it ended up being very expensive, a yeah. lot more expensive than we had planned. So, Yeah flip insurance on a, on a big renovation can be pretty costly. Mm-hmm. You got Ryan's uh, qu- uh, comment about Johnny can be a challenge. Yeah. That's the one I just read. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, big, uh, he says big <clears throat> rental legal, legal suite. Yeah. So <clears throat> excuse me. It might be more of a, yeah. Flip flip insurance type of situation than Johnny. Yeah. Um, Josh. Yeah. So, uh, Josh also in the Podbean app here says, when I was setting up my commercial insurance, I made mention of flips and she stopped me right there and said, the minute I have something under contract to call back in because I need things in place completely different than what my company can cover as a project. Hmm. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize. They just think, oh, I have insurance and whatever. But yeah, it's like anytime a, a property or anything changes its situation, that changes. And that's something also like um, people who who buy a property and live in it and then it turns into a rental suite, like you need to change your insurance when you move on. 
mm-hmm. and that like some people just like totally don't either don't care or don't think about it but insurance is very important and they will ask you questions and you will end up voiding your insurance if you've done something wrong yeah like there's you have your commitments to it and if it's not the right kind of insurance you could be hooped so yeah uh, and then Annette uh, followed up by saying unoccupied insurance didn't cover flood or fire, I believe, which made me nervous. Mm-hmm. wasn't aware of that. I've never looked into this. And, and yeah, I believe that being because if it's not occupied, nobody's there to catch it. Like if it floods, when's, when's somebody going to be in there and, oh. and notice it? So all of a sudden you have a flood sitting there for however long and all of a sudden you have mold everywhere. If it's caught right away, you clean it up, you dry it. Right. Same thing with a fire. If you're in the house and there's a fire, you call the fire department. They burn it. They burn it out. They, they stop it. <laughs> um, they put water on they it. They put water on it. <laughs> which causes mold. Um, Anyways. Sorry. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. Anyways. I don't think it's fair. Moral of the story? I don't know. Work with a good broker. Yeah. As um, and get the right policy for Robin you. Robin says. Yeah. <laughs> Speak to your insurance broker. You do you, boo. Um, wow. You know, it's, you know, it's funny. Um, I talk about this a lot. Just trying to figure out titles for uh, the show. That's a half an hour, almost a half an hour on insurance. And I'm like, oh, man, you know what's going to happen? Someone's going to reach out. And, and I'm, I'm probably going to title this, you know, this, this episode. Because the other half of the show is going to be on biweekly rental payments. So I'm probably going to title it bi-weekly rental payments, but then someone's going to reach out to me in like three weeks asking about insurance and I'm going to try and reference an episode episode. (laughs) and I'm not going to be able to remember where we talked about it for a half an hour. Um, Sucks. I just want to thank, it was, it was Johnny five who asked the initial question, right? I want to thank you, Johnny five, because I just realized that I have uh, to cancel an insurance policy and put an insurance policy in place. (laughs) Um, oh, yeah. which I totally today. Yeah, totally gotta, forgot about. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so I just made myself a note here. I don't know why it, I always forget about insurance until like last minute. Like our broker, I mean, we do a lot of business with him, so I hope he likes me, but he also must hate me for how last minute I am with insurance. I'm sorry, Steve Hambly, but do you have any idea how many people we send to you? <laughs> Steve Hambly. <laughs> Sadler Insurance. Sadler Insurance. <laughs> Call him and tell him that Wayne and Gabby recommended you. And then, yeah, because if, if he's annoyed with us, um, hopefully he can, wipe, the extra his, he can wipe his tears with all the money he makes off of us. <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Steve's fantastic. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, what insurance do we need to add? Our flip. Oh, right. Right. Sure. Um, I'm going to make my own notes. Thank you, Johnny. Um, Sometimes things just slip through the cracks. Uh, What about utilities? Do we need to cancel utilities now that the flip's sold? Uh, Yeah. In theory, yes. In theory, yes. New. Assuming that they set up utilities. If they don't, then we're paying for their water and heat. Yeah. Um, So we should probably cancel utilities too. (laughs) Uh, it's just little dumb things that you always forget about. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, Wilson says, have Steve Hambly as a guest. Boom, million dollar idea. You're welcome. Uh, I could. I could. Um, it's tough asking people to join a 6 a.m. morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely on our list of, uh, of, of experts that I would love to have. Um, he's, well, he's part of our power team. That's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and no, Johnny, you did not hijack our topic. Um, uh, biweekly rent payments is not quite a one hour topic. Uh, if it is, then I'm dragging it out. Um, <laughs> so I want you guys to get your questions answered. I, I would prefer that you guys do this every day. Um, you know, get your questions answered. That's what the, the whole purpose of this is for. And um, feel free to call in if you want to have your voice heard as well. Um, as well, you know, something that we've talked about quite a, not, not a lot, sorry, um, not a lot, but we, we want to implement in the future is that if you have a deal, <clears throat> say you're a wholesaler and you've got a deal that you're trying to sell, you have an interest in, send us an email at info at reimorningshow.com and you can advertise your deal on the show. We can give you a 10 or 15 minute slot. I mean, it'll probably, it'll, it'll come at a cost, which we can talk about. Um, but if, if you're a wholesaler and you're trying to, you know, you're, you're posting your deal across all the different Facebook groups and Kijiji and stuff like that. And you've got a deal that you want to advertise, um, that you think that other investors would be interested in, you know, feel free to reach out to us, email us, and we can work out having you come on the show and do a 10 to 15 minute presentation. We'll go through the deal with you. So that's an option as well. Um, or if you want to be a guest on the show, it literally says, I don't know if you guys listen to the end of the outro is like, if you want to be a guest on the show, reach out to info at reimorningshow.com. That is an option as well. If you guys are interested in being a guest, you want to talk about your story, you want to talk about what it is that you're doing or, you know, the, the, the cool business model that you have. Um, that's an option as well. You guys can, uh, you guys can be guests on the show. Here's the thing. The only people that I get asking me to be guests are like booking agents. We get tons of them every, every oh, month. Oh my gosh. So many emails. Booking agents from American investors who, who do these weird strategies and they, they flip land and, and, and they do subject to um, seller financing type stuff in the States where it's like, it's not relevant for Canadians because Canadians, you know, a lot of our strategies are different than, than, than the Americans. Um, and the markets are so different and the mortgages are so different. The financing so different. So like, I want to have Canadian investors and I want to have local like Canadian investors. I want to have people like us that are just, you know, normal people that, you know, wanted to turn their life around and, and build something and do some great things. And um, supporting local experts. Mm-hmm. Like that's really important for us that, you know, and when I say local, I, I, you know, like obviously we have our own power team of people that we want to support and promote, but also like within Canada, we're not just speaking to an Alberta audience here. We are yeah. speaking to people across Canada and, you know, like if there's, you know, local experts in their um, communities, we'd love to support them as well. So absolutely. So, you know, email us if you want to be a guest, um, we'll send you a form to fill out to determine, you know, what it is you're going to talk about, what if you're promoting anything and we want to make sure that we know what you're promoting and, um, and we'd love to support you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially the, the people that join in live every morning. I want to support them more than anything. 
um, yeah. because those, 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 those people are kick-ass. Yeah. I love, um, Josh just put a comment here and I love how he worded it because he said, I look forward to being a guest. So he has said, I'm going to be a guest. Yes. He hasn't said, I hope that one day I can be. He said, I look forward to being a guest when I have a couple more chapters of the story to tell. You know what? Some of the most relatable um, stories and episodes are the ones where people are honest um, about the journey as opposed mm -hmm. to the successes. Mm -hmm. I, I, me personally, I prefer the stories about the journey than those of all of the success stories. Yeah. Because anybody can come in and say, I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. But it's, it's the journey. It's the struggles. If it's, it's relatable, it's, then people can see that it's possible. There's more, there's more value in that personally, I think. Yeah. I would love to have more people on who are struggling to get their second property than someone who built some crazy cool strategy and they bought 4,000 houses for zero money down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because those ones, they almost, they're cool and they hype you up. They motivate you, but they don't inspire you. Yeah. They motivate you for a minute and then you're like, oh, I could never do that. Yeah. Or you're like, I need to go and pay for their $20,000 coaching program to learn how they did it. Where I, 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 me personally, I, I, I like people who are honest and mm -hmm. that are hustling and, and, and it creates conversation too. Yeah. Right. Especially in this live platform yeah. where people can get involved in the conversation and, and say, yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with that too. Yeah. Right. Anyways. Um, yeah. And then just, uh, to go back to, um, you know, we we're talking about all the things you need to do, like, uh, cancel or put in place insurance, utilities, all those okay. types of things. Um, Angela said, I need to make, uh, I need to make one of these checklists. Oh, Josh had said, it's good to have systems and checklists in place to cover all those little things. And then Angela said, I need to make one of those checklists. So yeah, we, um, I have checklists for like obtaining a rental property and, that's the last checklist that I ever had. So <laughs> now that we're, yeah, like flipping properties and stuff. It's a new business. Would be, yeah, new business, new checklist, new systems. Um, yeah, as as we're going, new things are being created. So yeah, a checklist is definitely one of them that would be super helpful to remember all these little things. There's so many little things. Yeah. So many little things. And, and, and canceling insurance has never been something on our list of any other branch of our business. Yeah. Because we, we buy and hold. <laughs> we, we, we don't like we don't normally sell properties. We've been selling way more properties lately than yeah. than ever. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's a, a, we we do definitely need that. Uh, we have a great checklist for getting started, but yeah. exiting that's that's something where. <laughs> Annette says, "I literally have a checklist to make a burr buying checklist." <laughs> Check yeah. Oh man. Yeah. To do lists or. They're, uh, they're growth killers. They are life to me. They're growth <laughs> killers. Because you, you'll always find, I talked about this the other day, you'll always find another new item to add onto the to-do list. Mm -hmm. For example, the one I used the other day was like, let's go and find all of the, let's pull all the appliances. Next time we're doing a quarterly inspection, let's pull them all out and look at all the serial numbers, makes and models. And then this way, when someone says the stove isn't working, we can quickly just look it up and send them the manual. Instead of just asking the tenant. Can you to please send, send us a picture of the serial number <laughs> and make a model? Um, so this will save us so much time in the future. And that was one of those things that sat on our to-do list 
forever. And then they're like, oh, we're going to do this too. And oh, let's add this on there as well. And I'll be and driving. And all of a sudden you're overwhelmed. <clears throat> exactly. I'll be driving. And none of it days. matters. I'll be driving and I'll drive past a rental property. I'll be thinking and I'm like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do this. This would be a great addition to our to our business. And then like Gabby said, you get overwhelmed. And then nothing gets done. Nothing important at least. Yeah. And then when you're thinking about, oh, we should buy, you know, this apartment building, one of the other, your partner is thinking, well, no, we should be finishing this giant list first before we start anything new. When that giant list is not really all that important. I mean, it would be great. Were you you referring to me as the partner? Yeah. When you have a new idea and I'm like, Wayne, (laughs) 100%. I'm drowning in my to do's. Your drowning (laughs) is preventing us from growing. Yeah. A lot of times. The overwhelmingness is preventing me. I, I don't, I'm like, fuck it. Sorry, I swore. Um, I'm, I'm going to swear. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't, we don't need to do that. Why are we doing that? That's not important. This right here is getting us closer to our goal. That, you know, task of, of compiling all the serial numbers, is that really that important? Or making the checklist? Like, oh, is, screw the checklist. is forgetting to cancel the insurance going to be the end of the world? No. you're In a We're week or lose. two, when you remember, you're going to tell them, oh, shoot, I forgot. I sold that property two weeks ago. And they'll be like, oh, okay. What date? Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll pro or whatever. Prorate it. Yeah, Prorate it we'll and make sure that it was canceled um, on the 15th. Or they charge okay, you 150 you. bucks. Who cares? I made 20 yeah. grand because that thing over there made a lot more money than this. Yeah. We're literally going through this right now with taxes. You keep talking about taxes, taxes, taxes. Have I touched them yet? Nope. No, we haven't touched taxes. <laughs> We're like, you know what? We're going to get with some penalty. And Gabby said it yesterday. Yeah. She's like, uh, I don't know what kind of penalty they're going to charge us for being late. As long as we get our joint venture partners, their information that they yeah. need to file taxes. Yeah. Because that's what we're obligated to do. Yeah. Um, we don't give then a crap we're if we're yeah. going to lose $1,000 with the penalties or whatever it's going to be. I don't. We don't even know. We're yeah, gonna look we have in- no clue. And but it doesn't even matter. <laughs> that's a task right there. Now we have to learn, okay, how much in penalties do they charge us if we don't Yeah, we've the- never filed taxes late. So, but this feels like the year that it, it very well could happen. And yeah, I'm just like, it, it, as long as why we're not filing them on time is making us money, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we need to keep moving forward and they'll get done when they get done. Exactly. Yeah. But the, the, I don't think the taxes are going to get done. <laughs> Because, <laughs> we're, you know, we, we add two flips and then it's like, okay, well, we'll do them after this flip is done. But as soon as that flip's done, I'm going to be finding another property. Yeah. Right? I'm going to have it lined up. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, here's Tasks, here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. To-do list. Um, <laughs> this bi-weekly rent thing is a great t- topic for tomorrow. Um, Task, to-do list, insurance, I think is, is a really great place to... Um, stick today because I, okay. I, I, f- I feel like that could turn into a very long discussion on a completely different topic. Yes, true. Tomorrow and it makes a much better topic title and stuff. So, um, but uh, I think we were getting onto a really good point there about uh, focusing on the growth and not so much on the management. But again, you know, if I didn't have you reeling me back in, mm-hmm. I would just constantly focus on growth, 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 growth. And I would be behind on taxes. The CRA would be after me. Um, I'd have insurance policies that I forgot to cancel. It's okay. I'm still making money. I'm making more money than I'm losing. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> That's true. That's it's 100%. So true. <laughs> Baby, I'm making more money than I'm losing. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and then, you know, eventually I'd hire someone to come clean up my mess. 
Um, no, eventually you'd go bankrupt because you wouldn't be making more money than you were losing. Ah, <laughs> see, that there is a challenge. That's a challenge. <laughs> I happen to be really good at making money and building businesses. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you obviously, um, you compliment that very well. You compliment me. Happy, happy belated Valentine's Day. <laughs> you're, you're good at to-do lists. Yeah. You, you're really good at cleaning stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So Ryan just made a comment here. Um, and it's funny because I was about to kind of make mention about something towards this, but Ryan says, FYI, many private lenders require most recent notice of assessments. Most won't want it uh, to let taxes lapse. Um, <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, lots of lots of money lenders, lots of, well, I mean, not just private lenders, but also when you go to get a mortgage, like they, they need your most recents. And if you're behind, they're not going to give you a mortgage. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yes, some private lenders will as well. Lots won't. Um, depends who you are and who you're working with. Um, yeah. So that is a consideration to make. And if you're building a business, trying to get any sort of financing or trying to get any sort of um, business support, yeah, that is something that lots of different um, professionals are going to look at is, is your notice of assessments and your T1 generals and stuff. So yeah, yeah falling behind in that is, isn't ideal. Um, but where we are right now, we don't need to worry about that at the moment. They will, it's not like we're going to wait until 2023 to file two years worth of taxes. Like we're going to get them done. Um, sure. It might just be <laughs> Wayne's like, are you so sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds, sounds great. Uh, if, if our, uh, God, I'm going to go on a rant. Um, if our if our kid would spend a whole week in school, <laughs> see, like I I don't know, parents, parents, if you're listening, does it seem like kids have a lot more days off than they than than when we when we were kids? It seems like every other week our kids got at least a day off, if not two days off. Robin says way more. Okay, because yeah. like. It, this is ridiculous. Like, it's hard to get anything done when you're weak. Like, I, I don't know how parents do this when they have a job, like a job, where they need to be, you know, showing up to work every day. Yeah. Thank God we work from home. But like, I don't know how people do this. Yeah. Well, I remember like pre kids, like when we didn't have Everly. I remember like being at my job, and like every month you like maybe had um one holiday and then yeah. some months there wasn't and you're like oh my god I February. Need to wait until next they added family month. day yeah um until i have my one day off and then all of a sudden you have kids and it's like there's there's like three or four days every month that are like off and it's all yeah it's just like crazy and then it's like last week was like two days off and then next week there's another day off and then and then all of a sudden it's spring break and there's like 10 days off. I was booking Everly's um, dentist appointment and she's like, how about March, whatever day? And I was like, oh, no, that's a, I can't do that. She'll be in school. And and then all of a sudden I look down at my calendar and it's like day 10 out of 10, no school. And I was like, what? 
Oh my it's god! It's like ten days off in March. I was like, "What is happening?" So when so when CRA you know gets on us and they're like, "Hey, you got to do your taxes," and I'm gonna be like, "Well, you tell that government stop giving my kids so many days off, and yeah. I'll get the taxes done." <laughs> it's impossible to get anything done. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like we like literally, we'll be like, "Okay, let's plan out this week, and we'll do this and this," and then on Friday you'll be able to pull into this, and you can look at this, and then you're like, "Oh no, Everly's off for school." I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it's been really nice. Um, Everly's made a couple. Uh, well, they're they're twins, so really, really great friends. They're like inseparable, mm-hmm. and um, and we know their parents now, so we do lots of um, kids swapping on yeah. days off. So I'll be like, I'll take them this day, you take them that day. So like the other, uh, oh, just after Christmas when yeah. they had that extra week off, I was like, I'll take them the first half of the week. You could take them the second half of the week. So yeah, kind of helps out to have some good friends and parents to work with yeah yeah, yeah. I, I how do people do it when they i don't know have jobs i don't i don't know uh daycare they need to get a daycare a day home what if your kid's like eight they have um, like out of school care it's called is that a thing yeah a yeah. whole industry was created because they gave kids so many days off yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow Wilson says that, that all sounds, sounds scary. scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing, Wilson. It's an absolute thing. Yeah, I, I it, yeah, I, I had to just point that out because I had a feeling. Speaking of relatability, um, how the heck are you supposed to get anything done? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Um, so family day is coming up next week. Yeah, next Monday. Wow. Another day off. Wow. Another yeah, day we just off. had a four day weekend. No big deal. I, you Did know we? what though? Like, yeah. Just this past weekend, Thursday, Friday off, and then Saturday, Sunday. What was last Thursday, Friday? I don't know. Teacher's day. (laughs) That wasn't family day? No, family day is next Monday. But I will say one thing. When I, like, when Everly does have days off, I usually try to have, like, mom daughter days and i love those days Mm -hmm. like those are super special to me because i don't know it just like it's still a work day but everly's off school and like i book like this last friday like um we had um we both went and got our hair cut together and then we got um i have a, a mobile massage therapist so she came over and gave everly and i massages in the evening and like so and we went out and we got her a new toy and we went out for lunch mm-hmm. and it's just like a really fun day i love having those kind of days when it doesn't when it's not like a saturday or sunday it's just like a regular old weekend it feels special when it's like a day off school so i do make the most of those days mm. yeah. yeah yeah while wayne works yeah <laughs> Pew pew pew, making the money. <laughs> well, Gabby and I really spend it. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Now you know my yeah. You just created a great cartoon character, Wayne. <laughs> if we ever have a show, um, so we got about nine minutes left. Okay, nine minutes left. Um. Here's what I'm thinking. If if any of our listeners. Carlos uh, says good one, Gabby. <laughs> if any of our listeners today, if you guys have a deal that you're working on, let us know. Put in the comments, call in. We're going to spend the last uh, eight to nine minutes just going through whatever it is that you're working on that you want to get answered. This is a free coaching session, whatever. Like, How much do other people charge for this? Lots laser sessions and stuff like that an opportunity to finally wait oh it's the, it's the end of the month i finally get to ask my question to my coach 
This is a great opportunity. You got eight to nine minutes to ask us. I'll answer anything. If you're struggling with analyzing a deal, is this enough cash flow? How much should I be paying for this? How do I find this? Anything. Add it in right now, okay? Because I want you guys to take advantage Secondary of Secondary suites, flips. Um, Hit me. Yeah. Hit me. Yes, Kathleen, I never got on the bi-weekly rent because it was just a bit of a longer topic, and I think it'll, it'll, it'll be good for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it worked out good. Uh, uh, Josh says uh, she's going to really appreciate those days as she gets older. Those mini dates days are so important, especially in a household with multiple children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, I try and make moments like that from time to time where like, I will just come home after a long day of driving around and then I'll wake her up. You know what I mean? Or uh, it, like, and, and just, Hey, do you want, you want ice cream? You know what I mean? Those are the days that they'll forget or they'll, they'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't forget them. Um, those are the days that they'll remember uh, and not, you know, sitting with them every day, you know, watching TV, you know what I mean? Or well, you both are on your tablets. So um, something to think about, but uh, seven minutes, seven minutes, people opportunity is right here. If we don't get a question or a deal popping up the next seven minutes, I'm canceling this podcast yeah, because apparently quit. it's not valuable. Yeah. Nobody needs to learn anything. So why do don't, it? Yeah. You guys are good. Yeah. I could have slept in this morning. Oof, that would have been nice. Well, yeah, you probably would have had to get up, but I would have slept in until probably eight. Maybe I would have Watch me. Don't try me. I would have. No questions. We're not doing a show tomorrow. We're sleeping in. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. That would be awesome. You know what? There's also a bunch of people here that are like, you know what? I'm going to sleep in too then. <laughs> if they get to sleep in, I get to sleep in. Sure. Um, but will we ever return? I, I almost. Uh... Do you need permits when doing a flip is the question. Depends if you're altering anything or if it's all existing and you're just redoing are you right? just doing cosmetic flooring and paint? Are you doing, are you developing the basement? So let's, let's just go through. Um, he says townhouse. Um, mm. Again, are you redoing any, ele- are you doing any electrical work, adding any electrical? Are you adding any plumbing? Are you replacing the hot water tank or furnace? Are you adding a bathroom? Like I said, was plumbing. Yeah. Are development. You That's develop- a development. Yeah. Are, are you, you developing, developing anything? Yeah. An unfinished that is basement? Undeveloped. Yeah. If you're developing anything, you need a development permit. If you're doing any electrical work, you need an electrical permit. If you're doing any plumbing work, you need a plumbing permit. If you're doing any heating HVAC, HVAC work, you need an HVAC permit. Yeah. Um, those, but if you're replacing flooring, baseboards, paint, light switches, sink, like you're not Doors. rerouting any plumbing yeah. or anything, you're not developing anything. Um, just go and do the work. Yeah. If you're just retiling around a tub, nope. no permit. Replacing a vanity, no permit. Adding closet doors, no permit. <clears throat> Someone had mentioned earlier to not tell the insurance company that you're that you are your own GC general contractor, but you can be doing it yourself if it's just those cosmetic jobs. Interesting. 
Yeah. Sure. So I had to, I had to process that. Um, yeah. I mean, like we've never, we've, we've never come uh, across that. Cause have we they don't ever asked? do. Yeah. Who's doing the work? Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not memorable. Hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, come to think of it. Yeah. Like they, they, ask to make sure that like the contractors have their insurance policy. Sometimes they'll ask to see um, your contractor's insurance policies. Yeah. I think it's probably just depending on the scope of the project and all those types of things. If it's a quick in and out cosmetic <clears throat> stuff, they might not versus, you know, adding a legal suite and those mm -hmm. types of things. Um, 36 days into uh no. Hang on a second. My math's wrong. It's not 36 yeah. days. It's 46 days. 46 days into 2022. It's what? Oh, I'm just pulling up my calculator. How am I? Uh, uh, that's not 12, right. Almost 13% of the year is over. Mm. Mm. Three minutes left. <laughs> um, I do see questions coming in now, but I, I, I really... I. I try and give you those those flashpoint moments, those breakthrough moments as much as possible. I'm just trying to hit you guys um, the right way because if you don't have any questions, then what are you doing today? Do you know exactly what it is that you're doing today? Do you know exactly how it is you're going to be reaching your goal? Because listening to a show does not get you closer to your goal. The show is a resource to get you the answers that you need and the inspiration that you need in order to go and do the things that you need to do every day. So I want to make sure that you guys know what it is that you need to do today. Otherwise, you're just wasting another day and another day and another day. And 2023 is pretty much next week. Mm -hmm. That's that'll it'll come that quickly. And then you're like, fuck, just wasted another year. 2024, 2023, it's going to this is going to be the year 2024. This is going to be the year I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to join that Facebook group. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so I'm going to get into these questions now because I asked you to do them and now I'm getting hit with them. So I gotta, I'm going to try and answer them quickly and effectively, productively. Okay. Pete asks, how do you handle a property that you are updating but has a tenant who is good, uh, in brackets, keeps to themselves and is quiet but is a clean hoarder and they are paying under market rent? I'm sorry. So they want to update the property. But is a clean hoarder? What does that mean? That's oxymoronic. They have a lot of shit, but it's not just like in piles all over the place where you can't. A clean hoarder, I just assume, has like a, a really nice organized shelf <laughs> of like pickled beets and carrots. Like they, no. they pickle things, but they have a room in the house that is just specifically for pickling. He, <laughs> he says, no stink, but a lot of shit. <laughs> Okay, two separate uh, things there. How do you handle a property that you're updating but has a tenant? Why are, why why are, are you updating? updating it? So here's, we've never had the situation, but there's, um, you know, we've seen this topic and there's some really great investors here in the city who have had tenants like this. The thing about hoarders is that they are never going to leave. They will rent from you for the next 30 years and pay off your mortgage because they are not, they do not want to pack up their shit to move 
and to find a new place and yeah. like to go through that process. They're embarrassed about their hoarding. They don't have the capacity to even think about packing it and having to move. So they will literally stay and pay off your mortgage for the next 30 years until you either force them to leave by selling it or whatever. So even though it's under market strategy, Gabby, even though it's under market rent, are you covering your costs? Um, you just like, so yeah, the question is why, why are you updating it? Because you might, if, if you're planning to update it, you might need to just get them out. Otherwise, how are you going to update it? So keep that in mind that, you know, although they are a hoarder and it might not be clean. And in 30 years, when your mortgage is paid off, you might need to, you know, if you want to sell it or whatever, you might need to do some updating at that point. Um, but I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess well, I just I, wanted to give you that perspective that maybe just let them be and just they're why, why update it if they're just going, if you're leaving them there, they're just going to put all their shit back to where it was and are they maintaining your nicely newly updated suite? Well, my question is, what's your intention? Yeah. Be intentional. Is your intention for this to be a nice suite? What, what was your intention for the tenant profile when you bought this property? Or was there was there a tenant profile that was ever created? Is Does this person fit your profile? It doesn't sound like it. Because if your intention was to find a clean hoarder, but it doesn't stink, then I would continue leaving the property as is. So he says property needs updating, poor electrical and cosmetics. Cosmetics doesn't matter if you have a hoarder in it, but electrical might. Are they complaining? And if they're complaining, I would be complaining about their stuff. It, it depends. Like, what's your exit strategy? Do you want to just keep this thing? Deal with the with the with the safety issues, mm -hmm. right? But I wouldn't sink any money into that if that person's not the type of person that would that would stay that you plan to have staying in that property after those renovations. Mm -hmm. Be intentional who who that is the type of person that you want. And if the type of person is a hoarder, then then renovate it to the hoarder standards or the dirty person standards and um, and move on. If, if it's to have a nicer, cleaner um, suite because you want to attract better tenants and you have a tenant in mind, a profile in mind, a character, then do that. Um, but you're kind of I think you're in between two. I don't think there, from from just the little bit of text that you've given me, I don't quite think that it sounds very intentional. And I think that you need to make a decision and move forward with that. Um, but if you've got someone who's very messy and they rented it as it is, I don't know how long they've been renting it, but they decided to move into that and they decided to hoard all their stuff in there, then they've already made the decision based off of what it's already been like. Yeah. So, okay. So he did give some more information. So current fourplex, three suites being worked on, buy and hold. This guy does not fit the profile that I want. He is happy to stay, but I want to update and update it beyond the hoarder standards. Was this? It's an, an inherited tenant. Inherited tenant. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm yeah. trying to get at. Okay, then. Turf him? <laughs> Seriously, like, is this your plan when you bought the, like, what's the plan when you bought the fourplex? What's the vision, right? What's the intention? Yeah. Um, because I would, I, I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's good. You can do a little bit of work while they're living in there and not lose any money, but treat this like a business. Get them out, renovate it properly. Yeah. And then put in a tenant who is going to treat it like you want it to be treated and they fit the profile yeah. that of the, of the type of tenant you want for that property. But don't like also don't 
like whatever their situation is, whenever they're like wait until their lease is up or if they're month to month, like, you know, proper notice and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then just like, you know, if you've inherited them, you need to do do things properly and wait until, you know, the proper time to let them go um, and then let them go and update it at that time. If that if that's your goal is to get it updated and get a better tenant profile in there, <clears throat> then, yeah, start making a plan for that. Wayne, I have a very busy day ahead of me. Should we screenshot some questions? Yes, and... I'm going to save these questions. Thank you guys so much for adding them in. Um, yeah. And we will. You waited ask. until last minute. Now it's too late. <laughs> we'll get to them. Opportunity tomorrow. has come and gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to them tomorrow. Uh, thanks, guys, uh, so much for tuning in. And um, anything else, guys? Uh, no. Have a great Tuesday. Have a great Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 